All right, welcome to another fabulous episode of the Adventures of the Mountain Tale. Uh, the story of four people who lived. Or four <laughs> characters. Four people who lived is way different. Um, I hope none of you die. That'd be nice. Yeah. Contractually, <laughs> you're contractually obligated to live to the end. As long as I, I take mean... the wizard with me, right? <laughs> That's what matters, ultimately. Goals. We laugh because you think he's talking about Ivistan. But Jake is oh, talking about is, some some, some sort of wizard in real life. I think he wants to kill. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you guys. We uh, it's been it's has it been when was the last time we recorded? It's been weeks, right? Oh man, two thousand seventeen. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, something. It was, it was back there. I'm I'm excited, and like the closer we get to the end, the more I'm excited to do these recording sessions. Um, I'm so agreed. nervous because they get weirder as we go along. <laughs> no. That's true. No. I think all we really know to do is just weird stuff, to be honest. We we've we've completely screwed up your storyline like eight times. I don't know, like because I wanted to do weird stuff on the podcast anyway. I mean I just want to do <laughs> weird stuff in life in general. But like they're like, you got creative control. I'm like, that was a mistake. <laughs> Cause now we just live out my like writing power fantasies. I'm like, and then there's a dragon and shit, and there's wizards shooting green beams and stuff, and there's a boat and cable <laughs> and cable. <laughs> and it's the eighties, but it's also not the eighties, and there's frog chemists and shit. <laughs> So we'll explore some of that today. <laughs> We're excited. I, I can tell. <laughs> we have some some post Halloween party yum yums. Yum, I don't know. <laughs> I, yum I, yum yums. I couldn't think of something funny, <laughs> so I just failed, and that ended up being funny. <laughs> Listen, Halloween weekend, Halloween weekend is the it's it's a bender weekend. Yes, you give yourself over to Satan. I understand. <laughs> I was Satan last night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, uh, I, we had a party Friday at Rich's, but I had to move my girlfriend the next day, so. Oh, dude, I know. I was, uh, so for Rich's party, I was a fairy, though. I saw, I saw the pictures. You got there after we left. Yes. My fairy costume was cool. We were, uh, we were Hopper and Joyce from Stranger Things, which is why I'm rocking the 80s stash. Mm-hmm. Like a champ. It's very on theme. It, it really is. <laughs> you have no idea. Well, you yes, you do. Like I gave you the notes for this show, but that's kind of going to be the theme. The eighties. I mean, it was truly the peak of America. So. I, I I think it's very. I think the eighties are entertaining. There's a nostalgia where in media the eighties looked cooler than it was. A lot of neon. Um, it wasn't the eighties. Just really a lot of brown. A shit ton of brown. That's a lot of holdover from the seventies. But like. There's this weird mix of like everything is brown and shitty, and then there's everything that's neon. The the eighties that was, the eighties that remember, the eighties that never was. Some of it's fantasy. We're gonna find out what's what today. camera pans to a familiar scene the top of the walls of Callstown. it's a very foggy morning the mist is thick and heavy with a, a slight mist of rain staring out into the mist unsuccessfully being able to see very far is Gertie her elf eyes trying to pierce the veil of the mist but having little success coming up next to her Crocum and these two beings stand on the wall looking Hoping that some friends will come back. You're up early. Well, one of the benefits of being as old as I am, you don't need a lot of sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. But, uh, worrying won't do much for you. They'll either come back or they won't. I know, but we've gambled everything on them. <laughs> I know. 
But one way or the other, do you feel it? An end is coming. I, I think I, I think I do. I think I, wait, what's that? And they look. And Crocum turns and nods to another orc who begins banging a gong. There, in the fog, a slight bit of flame coming forward, separating into two flames. Fiery eyes moving slowly through the fog. And then the glint of gold, fire, flames. Something large is moving through the mist toward the town. And as more guards rush to the top, we see coming out of the mist a large bear. Huge. Dragging a cart. And sitting on this cart is the head of a large dragon with many torches around it as Tame rides along. And walking with this cart are the three heroes. And then behind them, a small army of goblins, most of which are covered head to toe in golden regalia, carrying sacks of gold. Well, now that's not something you see every day. <laughs> Open the gates! And our heroes have come home with a lot of rich goblins. <laughs> it's been like they lost a lot, but also <laughs> the economy is booming. Goblins are willing to trade half their population for the other half to be super wealthy. <laughs> this is known. <laughs> the the new fun land is going to be so much better than the old one. <laughs> We've spared no expense. Is that plate? No, I just glued gold coins all over my body. <laughs> it works. Just as good. <laughs> just, just goblins waddling, carrying huge <laughs> sacks of treasure. <laughs> and the four of you are back. I bet that was a fun field trip. <laughs> it's like, all you can hear is like not even footsteps anymore. It's just jangles, jangles. jangles. And the insane ramblings of a bunch of crazy goblins. <laughs> right. Some probably very distraught, and the others just lost in the click clack. <laughs> no, it's more like, all right, let's have a goblin marching song. And it's either 99 bottles on repeat, or they're just like, they'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know, something really fucking annoying. She'll be riding six white horses when she comes. Do I know a deafening spell I can do myself? Do you? I don't. So Gorham just takes out two daggers and he's like, I don't need to hear. It's only like a 20% mischance or something on spells. I'll heal it later. I'll take, I'll take that risk. So you're back at town and... You know, the town council can worry about that. <laughs> yeah. But what do you We've do? We've expanded before. Yeah. This will be somehow no different while being very, very But <laughs> <laughs> Gertie meets you guys at, at the front because she's been waiting. And she is very happy to see the four of you alive and the one of him dead. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it sound so simple. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so happy. Tam, you got any of those arrows left? I want them back. <laughs> <laughs> They're really expensive. <laughs> if you used them all, it's fine. But, you know, if you got any spares. Seems a little out of place, but okay. I just sleep better with a gap on my bed, you know? <laughs> Did you get the final shard? Yes. Well, good. And like she hands you a bag. It's like they were. I didn't. They were getting heavy. I'm sure. She just nods and kind of walks off because she's she's still dealing with. It, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, Sigorm looking over his shoulder back to the cart. It's not a sign of relief, but more like uh, a, a solemn recognition of. It's only going to get harder. 
It's only gonna be closer. It's only gonna get worse. Damn. It was close. And with that, he's just gonna kind of trail away. Walk around in the mist a little bit. Clear his head. Maybe grab an apple. And you're carrying all five of the pieces, right? I am. Yeah. The 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 pressure coming off those. Like the sheer raw magical power is it's intense. Even for like Sigorum, who's used to dealing with that background noise all the time. What about you guys? Uh, I'd say Tim is like doing like sketches of the dragon head and like poking and prodding it with things, small flares of arcane energy, like studying it essentially. Maybe he's attempting to rope one or two goblins into helping him to very little success. I don't know. Uh, if you're like, I'm going to shoot magical shit at the dragon's head, I think several goblins are like, yeah, we're in. You want to see that shit? How hard would it be if you were to get me a, an eyeball? Would that could intact from it? Would that be something that you all could manage? Or Well, we'll give it a shot. Here, hold on. Nah. <laughs> that is unfortunate. There's a lot of goblin jelly. We can try the other eye. No, 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 no. no. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll try that one. Um, but he goes ahead and starts making some more notes. Um, if you don't need, like, a lot of the eyeball jelly, like, a line forms. <laughs> uh, he takes, like, a small sample. Um, but, yeah, these, the, a lot of goblins have their little cups. <laughs> no dragon eyes, sir. <laughs> Oh, I wait, had this in a, a long time. A long time. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, and it, the ones who start eating it, then he's just staring at him, being like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you come back in two days? One of them offers you, like, a spoonful. Oh, oh I'm, I'm quite all right. Thank you, though. Do it. Do it. No. <laughs> It'll make your, your, your Ron-Ron hard-hard. He just takes his foot <laughs> and kind of like, like she at least starts pushing it farther away from. That's a little bit better. All right, more for us. Once again, we're gonna we're gonna learn about personal space. <laughs> Tonight we jub jub. <laughs> Don't even want to know. Don't even want to know what a goblin jub jub is. Oh, you gonna learn? <laughs> well, you can jub jub later. For now, get me a scale, please. They look at the dragon on the head and look at you and are like, no, <laughs> too big. A scale? How? What do you want to weigh? No, like a scale from its hide, you idiot. Oh. <laughs> sorry, fuck, I'm sorry. Fuck you, nerd. <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm too rich to be looked down upon now. Let's see what's on my spell list. Hold on. <laughs> Literally every single one of us is worth like at least 100k. Rich, the, the economy's in shambles. <laughs> yeah, no. If Callstown had a, uh, an economy, it was destroyed the minute you guys hit the, the front gates. <laughs> <laughs> what about its eye? Straight for the bar. <laughs> what about its eye? Uh, uh, yes, I will try to remove its eye intact. Uh, craft check? Okay. Nature? Uh, craft. I'll, I'll take craft. Uh, sure. Go ahead and burn my embers. Okay. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> Much better. All right. All right. <laughs> 41. Yeah, yeah, you get the eye out. Oh, this, this will be nice. I can do some things with this. Goblin offers you 3,000 gold for it. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is pretty much meaningless. And they just start throwing it at each other. <laughs> <laughs> what about Tay? What's, uh, what's Tame up to? After getting back from slaying a fucking dragon, mm-hmm. um, she wants to go rest. She wants to take a little nappy nap. Nappy nap? Right. She wants to have a time. What does Tame's house look like? Because actually, I'm, I'm kind of curious because, like, both of you, because we never really discussed, like, if Tame or Zai had a house. No, we didn't because Tame came back from the woods. Yeah. So at that point in time, Tame, whenever we met Tame, Tame did not have a house actively. So, the way I like to imagine Tame's house is it's 
a two-story, like it's on stilts. Not like two-story, but like on stilts, like it's a raised house. Yeah, yeah. And it's one that she has to like jump to get into just to keep her athleticism up. That's what I view. You know, she seems like that type of bitch. And whenever you get inside, it's mostly like black and purple decor. Um, but since it's been so long since she's actually been to her home, I imagine that there's likely cobwebs and things that have just kind of... Giant spiders. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the giant spiders. No, but um, that it just goes on to signify how long it's been since she's actively been home in um, Callstown. Mm-hmm. Since she's felt like she could call Callstown home. Um, there's mostly, I feel like, a lot of um, treasures from the past. Things that she would have likely been carrying from her past previous adventures. Um, little things on the mantle. Um, whether that be gold or little daggers that she and her previous crew had found. Um, I would dare to say that if there was like a calling flag almost that most groups carried. Okay, yeah, like a like, symbol. Like a little symbol. Um, she's got those around for the foxglove traders. Um, just as a in remembrance. Maybe there's a painting of all of you guys. Yeah, like just some stuff around to to show that she does really regret that decision to not go with them. But then also it's like, this is just who I was at that time. So this is the best way I can honor them. Maybe if you guys had gone in the past, Lottie would still be alive. Oh. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how that would... I'm sure you probably would have <laughs> killed Lottie some other way. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> what's, uh, what's Zai up to? Uh, well, Zai probably would have went straight for the bar. Like yeah, She yeah. she would have gone, got a drink, you know, caught up with whoever was around, maybe played some games, and then headed home for the night. Like, you know, I mean, it's just she's just got some more riches. Might so, as well, right? So the rest of this day is mostly you guys are just kind of breaking apart to do your own thing. Yeah. Like decompressing in a yeah. wrong oh, way, yeah. probably. Oh, yeah. So what does the coming day look like? The coming day for Sigorum. He carves out the time to acknowledge the milestone. He visits the grave sites of people who have fought alongside him and died for this. He visits whatever is left of uh, Zachariah's temple in or, fact, or Amister. Um, in fact, it's in good shape because what we have learned or what you will learn when you visit there is the paladins that came with Mankai have taken up residence. And Mankai, who had to es- essentially rejected his god's teachings to come here to get revenge or justice, whatever you want to say, found uh, an ally in Amistar, and Amistar found an ally in him. So the paladins that Mankai brought have taken up residence in, in the temple. Awesome. Um, and, you know, it's not one of those, like, you're not welcome here. It's a, come on in. We heard you killed the dragon. <laughs> you know? But a- Amistar is, is, is happy to see you. At some point, Sigorum will find a secluded spot lay out the pieces in order and think about the weight of this thing once it's together and how to even go about reassembling the sword and as you look at the pieces you can tell exactly how they fit together and like if you just put them on the ground and like clink them together like you see how it's supposed to go but they're not in one piece. Like, they're not just, like, they don't just magically clink together. Bill's be in town by chance. <laughs> uh, we smash cut to him, like, staring at you. Go fuck yourself. Slam. <laughs> 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 just thought I'd ask. <laughs> one, because it's like, this thing hurt, like, just one piece of this hurt to touch. Yeah. I'm not touching fucking five of them. And two, this is obviously meant to, like, kill demons and shit. 
Also, yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's no. a little less direction no. than I was expecting, but also <laughs> fine. Well, you knew an expert in magic. If only. He might be busy in his room, though. You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Because <laughs> if you look for him, you won't find him unless you go to his room in the tower. <laughs> I'm sure if you look for Tart, you can find him. Oh, you're a real piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably uh, save it as a a council matter or whenever is most appropriate. Um, is there anything individually the other three of you have to do, or are we okay just going to that meeting? Yeah. Yeah. We need to fast forward yeah. on that. Um, good. Yeah. So it it's brought up at the meeting. Essentially, we have the shards. They are. How do we fix this? Right. And at that point, like, Crocom clearly Crocom's like, no, I don't fucking know, you know, like, and honestly, for mo- the most of the council is just like, we have no fucking idea. Yeah, this has always been like the part that was never. It was always glossed over. Yeah. One, either we'll never get this far, or two. It'll just work itself out. <laughs> is there anybody else at the town meeting other than just the council? I mean, us. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I would think it's pretty much just us and the council. Maybe one of the goblin leaders. Oh, shit. Maybe we should have one of them there. Representation. Yeah, so Representation. The, I mean, the Baroness can be there and she's like, yeah, I don't fucking know. Yeah. And start smoking on a cigar. Should we have the... Um, What's her name from the Church of Asmodeus? Templar Seraphita brings me? Oh, no. Should not have her there. Oh, that's a bad (laughs) idea. All right, that's fair. So are we, we're in this council meeting basically discussing the magical shards? Well, yeah, essentially like what to do with them. And clearly what to do with them is to reforge the sword. The question is how? (laughs) I would like to roll a check. I either... um, Because if we lay them out, like I'll definitely be like, there's no way like I couldn't. I it's Not. either a history or a craft check. I do have magical craft, but it's going to be pretty fucking hard. Uh, thirty-four. You think this is beyond your skill? I will allow anyone else to make a history or a crafting check, but uh, I know for a fact Adam's character is an expert in, in these things. So if he's having trouble, yeah. They keep fucking cockeying. You need a you need a different. <laughs> you leave me alone. Okay, yeah. Um, that's twenty-five. It's a no for me, dog. That's fair. I, I don't have any way to get there. Yeah. So you know, everyone in town has does not know how. Who does that leave? Oh, we we maybe need to talk to somebody that was there when it was disassembled. That's an option. We're not talking to Ivestan. No, no. De- de- we de- that's definitely off the table. Are you sure? I'm just a phone call away. <laughs> we closed the uh, closet door on him. No, okay. So if I have cognitive crossover, would that work in this situation? Can I like retry with Arcana? What was the cognitive crossover you picked? Because you can't change it willy-nilly. Arcana and crafting. Okay. Um, no. Okay. The options were crafting or history. Fair. What do you do? It's been a while. Did we ever establish a way to get in contact with the queen? Uh, no. No. Okay. In fact, the last person to see her was tame. As her and somebody with her was escaping on Night Shadow. Well, we know there's the ancient wizard locked up with the last piece, right? Or with the cup. You do. You also know that he is behind a lock that the sword sword will open. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, We know the lady that's on the Plains of Iron. But I don't know that she knows anything about like magical forging. Yeah, and the demon kind of seems like the guy. Yeah, demon tells you to fuck off. 
He doesn't want that shit anywhere near him. And I cast read omens. Remind me what that does. All right. Um, ten minute casting time. I'm going to peek into the future. A particular goal, in this case, reforging Excelpium. Now, the that has to be a thing that would... Um, fuck. That has to be a goal that would occur within a week. Okay. I will learn a cryptic clue, a piece of advice, um, often in the form of a rhyme or omen, if you want to read it. No, I think I remember that spell. Um... But now I have to come up with a cryptic poem. <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, a cryptic poem that says, Forged in Hell's Flames, or one from past days. Gotta take it back to the volcano. <laughs> so, where's there another forge? Sigorm gets this, this ritualistic spell going. And towards the end of it, he just starts m- mumbling that. And each time he repeats it, it becomes a little more clear and clear until everyone in the room can hear him saying it. And then his eyes sort of roll back down. He comes back into the moment. And that's what everyone is left. But I need to hear it one more time. (laughs) Forged in hell's flames. Mm -hmm. Or one from past days. Or one from past days. Like time travel. Mm-hmm. I, I, so like Zai would not know about this, but I really feel like it's it's the volcano from you know. Or uh, we do partner with the <laughs> Templar with the Hell Temple. I mean, oh? Hell's Flames. She's literally the agent of Hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also. Like what if what if that's just flavor talk, and we really just need to go down to like the core of the mountain or something, like where we found the ember shards? Uh, maybe deeper. Here's what your characters know: that the chalice is hidden behind a door that only the forged sword will lock. Mm-hmm. Billsby postulates that not only behind that door is the chalice, but is a red door that leads to the heart of the mountain. Right. But we need the whole sword. Yeah. So if you can't be broken, if you're thinking you need to get into the mountain to fix the sword, you, you don't think the math adds up. Right. Those dots don't connect. What if we went to go see old bones? Might help. Any, yeah. Anything to avoid. Um, Doing what we're probably going to end up doing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you would like last last resort be like, all right, now I'll sell my soul to Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Do you head to the gates of the realm to see old bones? I do. Indeed. (laughs) We see collectively you come to that decision. And you exit through the back of town into the mist, where you enter into... Um, at one point, you all would have crossed this threshold, but I think as the most recent one, it's still freshest in Sigorm's mind. And you see, with his back to a, a well and you, a figure, undead in his armor, watching the entrance to this realm. Sir Marcus. Our old bones. Sigorm will kneel down in front of Old Bones. Bones, Marcus, need a little help. You could point the way. Struggler, all of them. I have not seen them since the day we broke it. Since the day they broke it. What a wonder. Do you seek to forge it? Yes. This is a weapon of the gods' war. Dundadem, dwarven god of shields. It was his blade. And when he died to protect the dwarves from being destroyed, in his last moments he buried it into a rock 
until one who was worthy found it. And so may I. Yes. He reaches and takes the shard of the sword that holds the tip. And he throws it at a rock on the ground, like a good-sized rock. And the tip sinks in. The rest will follow. This is awesome. <laughs> Just had to throw it at a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't have guessed. Just any old rock will do. <laughs> Just shows you the simplest explanation is often the right one. <laughs> this will be the easy part. All right, well, Sigourm will take the second piece and just sort of, uh, you know, skip it over to the rock. I mean, you can either, like, attach it, but if you, like, throw it over, yeah, it kind of, like a, like, a big magnet attaches itself. And then the blade sinks in where, like, the broken part is still sticking out. Two of the shards are connected. I want to try... So Zai's gonna go up. She wants to try. She's gonna probably like like numbs your hand a little. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> the third piece flies through the air and like a magnet attaches itself, and the blade sinks into the stone more. Apparently, this is a thing. <laughs> Take one and uh. <laughs> the last piece. The last piece of the blade attaches itself and sinks in. Ooh, that was fun. Leaving only the handle. So cool. Dame, you gotta get it on this. If you say so. So Tame will pick up a rock and... The rock you picked up bounces off the other rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Not sure what was... The, the, the handle is left. Yeah, the, hand, handle. the handle is handle. left. <laughs> throw, the, throw the handle at it, Tame. She found a stone... A magical stone tablet <laughs> that scrolls through old uh, I just... carvings. Thou shalt not be a douche. Two. <laughs> Thou shalt not uh, uh, alcohol abuse. Hey. <laughs> you leave me out of this. Thou shalt make poor decisions on their own time. <laughs> Thou shalt YOLO. So, okay, wait, I can't just throw... I, you have so, to throw the so handle. All, all you have to throw the handle? Yeah. Oh, just chug it. It's <laughs> magic. No. I thought you were throwing rocks <laughs> at it. No. I keep hearing rocks. You're, you're throwing pieces of the sword. I don't know why you're throwing them. You can just walk <laughs> up and put them in, but this is okay. the route. All right. This way. Tame is Tame's gonna just put it up there. So, as the last piece... <laughs> Look at me like that. The bar was low, but holy shit, Ashley. With with no amount of pomp or ceremony. (laughs) The handle connects and the blade sinks in deeper as a a blinding light flares across all of you, like blinding you for a moment. The sword is reforged. Scribble, 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 (laughs) scribble, taking notes. But now the hard part. Because only one who is worthy can draw it. I don't know about you guys, but I feel pretty worthy. As I say, I'm assuming Zai just immediately runs up and tries to be like, "You're." Tame's just gonna look over at Zai and go, "Zai, darling." Give no. It. She's, like, she's like tapping her foot. Can, can I? Can I try? Can I, I try? No. I no, think no, she no, no, try no. it. I want to try. I, I'm gonna try. I think that no. we should take this seriously. There's no reason not to let her try. I mean, <laughs> don't I, ruin this for us, Tame. <laughs> Sir Marcus, what happens to the unworthy? Nothing. I should definitely try. They are beneath the sword's notice. (laughs) Once a year, we would hold a festival in the fall. And folks would come from all over. It was the one thing poor little Dumont had. They would all make attempts, and we would laugh and drink. And then one year, a small young girl from Duman drew the sword. And everything changed. So by all means, struggler. Tim just starts poking his eye with a pin, like, 
she's getting like a little nervous and you can see her like really tapping her foot and so she'll like walk up do I, do I just like she'll like put her hands around the hill you can tell she's like slightly uncomfortable now because there's a chance she's going to get laughed at nothing could be simpler <laughs> Tim literally just starts like like very like non like what is it not like surreptitiously nonchalantly uh, nonchalantly there we go is like just gets where he's like mostly standing behind Sagorum and is like peeking from behind his <laughs> you know large form She'll like take a deep breath, but like really, really subtly, so that nobody can tell that she's gonna give this her all. You can do it. And then she'll just pull. And you tug, and you tug, and you tug, and it does not budge. We're gonna have to pick up the rock. <laughs> That's what we're gonna have to do. Okay. Are we all trying for this thing? We may I, as well. I, the festival's I overdue. Mean, <laughs> nothing what? happens if you're not worthy. I mean. All right. Do you want to go? Who wants to go next? I feel uh, like it's definitely going to come out whenever Sigourim touches it. So I you should go made last. the mistake of tampering with powers beyond me um, to know that I am not worthy already. Try it. Try it. I tried it. No, no. I'm, well, I'm it's quite not- all right. It's fun that you would poke somebody to try it and then be like, not me, I know my place. It's very on brand. Never. Well, I'll be honest with you. Um, I know I'm not worthy. But if I can get it to even move an inch, then I'll feel much better than, than Zai does right now. Ouch. And, no. and that's my goal. That's, that's the spirit and I poke you with my hand. Tail between her legs. <laughs> so Tame's going to try... And, and pull the sword. <laughs> Alas, not even a centimeter does it budge. Darn. <laughs> you sure you don't want to try? I mean, nothing happens. I'm it? absolutely but, sure. But like, what's the worst that could happen? What's the worst? Just It just doesn't move. Exactly. It just doesn't move. You disrupt your own place and time, and then you uh, go to a, purposely go to a demiplane to try to fix it through uh, an immortal uh, study of the art. I don't think that's going to happen, dude. Would it be weird if it happened twice. <laughs> and he pokes the door of <laughs> Seems unlikely. But there's never a zero percent chance. <laughs> oh, I, I, I hate that laugh. Creepy as you ever have been, sir. <laughs> I don't I don't regret disintegrating you. All right. <laughs> 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 That's, awesome. That's the thing. All of you at one point would have had to beat this guy. Oh, that's that's love it. What a bonding moment! Just hanging out with somebody who we've all fought before, and now we're all like, "So what? how'd you kill him?" Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. He downed me, and my friends helped me out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least two of you came in with a group. I don't know about the you. I don't know about Zai and Tim. I already came in a high level wizard. I'm assuming he came yeah. in and was just like, no, <laughs> no, shoo. <laughs> I imagine Zai came in with a group because she was with the, you know, the others. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. You can't have been here very long because, um, the Red Word Tribe got ahead of you. Right, but I was trying to catch up with them. Yeah. And then I got lost. I'm pretty sure she came in on the tail. Terrible live goals right there. I I assume you haven't been here that long. And like, so he was like, stop. And you're just like, bam, bam, bam. Just like that. His armor doesn't look very good. (laughs) Sigourum, I think it's your turn. Might as well. I don't think it will make a difference. Uh, With zero hesitation, Sigourum walks up, puts his hand on the uh, pommel and pulls time stops. Sigourm looks around and everyone freezes in place. And Sigourm always hears his curse in the background, like the undead, the sounds of horns, even sometimes Mankai's voice. All of that is silent. But standing on the ground next to the rock, about maybe a foot high, is a small white figure. Two arms, two legs, and a face that is literally just two black orbs for eyes, and a black orb for a mouth. Who are you? My name is Sigoro. Trick question, I know. Who are you? You know. I you, think I do. You know. <laughs> You're interesting. I like that. 
they told you you have to be worthy. Yeah. That's not necessarily true. But you do got to be a winner. Don't pick worthy people. I know a lot of nice people. I've known a lot of nice people. I only work for people who will see their goals to the end. The bitter end. Rarely is there another kind of end. Not everybody meets their end in pursuit of what they're trying to accomplish. Death comes for everybody, eventually. But when you hold me, I need to know you've got a purpose. I've got a purpose. I don't want it, but I got it. Would you be willing to die for that purpose? Surprise, I haven't already. <laughs> what do you know of the last person that held me? Still trying to make things right. Just know that I'm deciding to work with you. If you abandon your purposes, I will abandon you. We clear? We are. The path is clear. It just isn't easy. Make the difference you're supposed to make. <laughs> and I won't stop. Oh. You'll feel the difference. Let's get to work. And as time zoops back into normal reality, across the mountain, we see on the plains of iron the undead march, lost in time and curse. All stop. And just for a moment, turn towards the gates. Things are stirring on the mountain. And as we see a blinding light start to dim around our four heroes, we see three of them and Sir Marcus kneeling as Sigorm holds Excelthian above his head. The sword is reforged. It has chosen a champion. Everybody clap your hands. Okay, I'm really impressed. Because that was not planned. And people did that in time. I knew it was coming, but I'm like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> well, you don't have to. You're, you're the sword holder. You don't have to clap. Yeah, okay. Everybody else has to clap. Yeah. It's like when you lose it's like when you win at Smash Brothers, you don't have to clap. Oh. <laughs> Everybody else has to clap if if you win. I was trying to I was trying to think of a cool line there. And it's, then the, it's the Gorin time. <laughs> <laughs> it's Morbin time. That's the thing now. It's just the it's the whatever time. Power Excelsion. But God, does that thing feel heavy. Also, if you're not proficient in swords, you are now. Good. <laughs> Congratulations. Good, because I wasn't. Good, because I wasn't. Unless uh, it's a simple one. No. Which it doesn't seem that simple. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long sword. Okay, cool. You're proficient awesome. with this sword. Uh, the, the, the other specs of the sword, are you making those up? You got those? I'll, I'll give them to you when, when it's time. Okay. But you, you feel very competent right now. Like maybe like, you know, Sigorm has always felt like that weight and that age in his bones. And you feel a lot lighter. I feel lighter, but yeah. it feels heavy. Yes. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's a strange feeling. But you do know this was a weapon wielded by a god in the God's War. So, right. But more importantly, that being a sword, it's also a key. Do you rip off a Kingdom Hearts? I don't know, man. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the questions to ask about ripping a thing off, I wouldn't have started there. Yeah, you fucking nerd. <laughs> it doesn't look like a key. It's not a key blade. You literally said key sword. You, you, I mean, you, 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 we pulled it's, the key, it's sword, a key sword from a stone. <laughs> You think I'm gonna fuck with Disney? <laughs> I think that's. Isn't that where like the Arthur thing comes from too? Is like there's a Disney movie on it, isn't there? Yeah, I can rip off the Arthurian legend. No one's gonna sue me over that. 
Uh, they tried to sue somebody over Winnie the fucking Pooh, so... That they did. Well, let's not, would... let's not incur that either. <laughs> Winnie's not on the mountain. <laughs> oh, bother. <laughs> okay. Um, Tim will, will stand up pretty quickly, like, and then use prestidigitation to, like, clean off his knees and be like, well, that's quite enough of that. It worked. Sigorum updates his mantra. Find the chalice. Free the souls. Get paid. Get paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you just see goblins in the background throwing gold in there. <laughs> Sigorum, what are you going to do after you win the Super Bowl? I'm going to Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to build Newfoundland. God, now I'm just imagining Sigorum in some, like, medieval but not medieval goblin strip club. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sitting back with, like, some shades on, just hands on either side of him, like, uh. The only friends I got left is the sword and the axe. Just chilling. <laughs> Shield on the table. <laughs> just vibing it out. Hanging out. Mankai's, like, rubbing your shoulders. You still the champ. <laughs> Calls Town got weird after the goblins came. I'm not gonna lie, man. Like, <laughs> it was never quite the same after that. It's like when a casino comes to town. Their influence, their money. I mean, who could who could say no? We get we all gamble not for money. It's just we're bored. There's nothing else to do. And as soon as we run out, they just give us more money. It's, it's they're terrible bankers. They're just terrible. <laughs> they're goblins. They lose money all the time. They get bored and. I found a gold. I found a diamond worth 5k on the ground the other day. <laughs> Took it right to the casino. <laughs> Me too. Put it all on black. That's why we adventure, right? So, sort of um, engaging in New Vegas with goblins. What else do you want to do? The goal is now we have the key to get the chalice, correct? You appear to have the key. Yeah. So what we should do is we should go towards the chalice. Go towards the chalice. Oh God, she's having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> she's not wrong, though. The strength damage is too much. She's still on point, damn it. <sighs> yeah. Well, anyway, now that we have the key and the sword, we should go towards the chalice, and we should try to go through that little red door that brings us to the core of the mountain. That's my vote. Sounds like fun. It seems like the best course of action. You're actually going to come with us? Oh, at this point, you all have piqued my interest. <laughs> and running is still always an option. <laughs> Hope so. If he dies, I want to examine that sword. If he dies, I, I get the sword, though. Like, you can examine it, but, like, it's mine. Right. Good to know. <laughs> Do we go through the mist, or should we fly? You want to divvy up the rest of my things? <laughs> <laughs> I want the tree! <laughs> <laughs> I love a good tree! <laughs> Is that... <laughs> I was about to ask if that was the dude that we curb-stomped into the tree. No, but then no. I, I was like, no, that's that's a different voice. No, now that Disney owns us because I said their name. Um, <laughs> I want to join your adventure, y'all. Cody, Mickey. Cody didn't have to die with Lottie. You know. Sorry, get your ass in here. Come on, let's get the whole crew. I'm level twenty in every class. Huh? I I can't do Donald. I wish I could. Don't look. Don't look at me. Donald kind of cuts like this. No. <laughs> You did have a stroke! Oh god! This episode is going to be called The Stroking. Uh, that's that's a little know. different. Only I would fuck up my shoulder and have a stroke within the span of a week. I it's believe, very on I brand. Believe that. Yeah. I believe that. You, uh, you think you can go through the mist, um, but it looks like you're still going to have to spend some time climbing. Oh, I, I don't Ooh. think so. Um, oh, uh, hey, I'm, I think I'm a really good climber. And, 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 like, the sword kind of will lead the way. Oh, damn. But you are going near the top of the mountain. So I think I'll fly. You can fly. Um, but it's, like, it's not even easy that way. I'm going to turn into a fucking dragon. Because it's... It's a little easier that way. Um, go ahead and run the spells fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real good climber. Um, but, yeah, like, it's... This is the coldest part of the mountain. 
you are literally like climbing to the peak of an ice mountain. Um, and because I don't really want to deal with you, the consequences of failure, there, there won't be any. You just take a long time. But eventually you all get there to a plateau where almost it's strange it's not encased in ice is a door. It's about oh, 10 feet high, you know, um, strong oak wood, metal bands. Um, but there is a slot in the, the door. There doesn't appear to be any sort of keyhole or handles or anything, but there is a slot in the door. Here we go. Sigorn will try the sword. And you hear, like, as, as the sword goes in, you hear, like, chunk, chunk, chunk. Both of, like, magically sounding and mechanical. And the doors swing open into pitch black. And a new voice that you have met today, Sigorm. Be careful. You're in danger. You're in danger. Aren't we always? And one by one, our four heroes go into the darkness of the cave. And what they find there, we'll find out on the next episode of The Adventurer's Vault of Mountain Tail. Too late to tell him I'm afraid of the dark. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs>